everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Everybody. Hey. Hi. Hey. How's everyone doing? Um, I just got a text that my kids' school is preemptively canceled due to threat of snow tomorrow. So I've had better days. And they also had a day off yesterday for cold. Yeah. <laughs> and we had two days off. So they've gone to school one day this week. So they had Same. a four-day oh, weekend as a cold day. They went to school today, and now they have tomorrow off. And I have one can of Diet Dr. Pepper left in the house. Uh-oh. So oh, where? I know. I, you should have stocked up before. I should have. I you really should have. some groceries. Well, I was going to order, but what I've realized is when it snows, Walmart Plus goes into, like, this um, purgatory situation where, like, your order is just delayed, but like it, ne- it just freezes, and you have to eventually cancel <laughs> mm-hmm. the order and start over. I think I it's because they don't have drivers in the snow, which I totally understand. I don't want to make people drive in like a storm, but no, but like it would be nice if they just rescheduled they your delivery. Mm-hmm. Or like exactly, you know what was, they what don't. Was they just it's just it's delayed like indefinitely. No information, <laughs> so I know better than to try that. Like to schedule one for the week this weekend at all because I'm like it's snowing, so. I'll just have to venture out, but I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cope. See Stay strong. The amount of snow that we had that got school canceled, you would not believe it. It, it was like not even fully covering the ground. Like you could see all the grass. <laughs> and oh, no. once you got out of the neighborhoods, there was not even a speck of snow on the road. It. I'm like, I know we're in Oklahoma, but. I think of Oklahoma as like a windy, stormy place occasionally. Yeah. You know, like it's not unheard of to have like storms there. So people were canceling everything mm-hmm. church activities in the evening after everything had already fully melted. I'm like, what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sometimes amazing. people just want not to not do something. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one thing I can count on is that my girls will still have Irish dance no matter the weather because their <laughs> teacher is like this 75-year-old Irish lady. And she doesn't cancel for anything. And like people even say they're like, Sheila never cancels for the weather. It's like no matter what, they're still doing class. So that's the one thing I I can count on. I know she's hilarious. I respect her. Mm -hmm. I had a terrible couple of days. Well, it's been almost a week. We got home from, we were in St. Louis over the weekend visiting some family and then we got home on monday and we had left the pipes or we had left our faucets dripping because they said to do that over the weekend and so we did it they still froze because um it was just so cold and i don't think there's a speck of insulation around any pipe oh my gosh i think some of them are just exposed (laughs) <laughs> to the outer like oh, no <laughs> so this plumber thankfully they had a real plumber come this time because in the past it's always just been the maintenance guys and they they just are like well d- 
let's stick a space heater under your sink and that's not gonna help so they had a real guy come and he was out there for hours in like negative temperatures they felt so bad for him but he was a really uh nice guy and he was like got he like got it all thawed then he left and like 40 minutes later it was frozen again (gasps) oh man it was too late uh so he couldn't come back so then the next day he came back and then he buried one of our pipes under the snow because it really is like exposed to like the outdoors somehow. And so he's like, I wow. found it. I found where it was exposed. So I, I buried it under a snowbank. So to keep it warm. Anyway, there was that to, yeah, to insulate it. Oh my gosh. No <laughs> insulation around it. Anyway, so the, that happened. And then our heater broke. This has been two years now that. We've been trying to get them to fix our heater, and they keep just coming and like, hmm, well, yeah, that's pretty complicated. And then <laughs> they just like they kind of tinker with something and get it to start again, and then they're like, well, that should be good. <laughs> One of the guys was like, "You guys are keeping us in business." I was I was proud of you guys. I was thinking about you, and I was like, "Wow, they made it through some of the coldest nights." And I was like, proud of us. As if, there like, was nothing the heat we could breaking do to is a skill. <laughs> exactly. I was like, why are you, why are you acting like this is my problem? This is your problem. So anyway, I was all upset because they were making all these jokes about it. They took out a little part of it and one of them sucked on it. With his <laughs> what? And put it back in and then it started. And they were like, the other guy was like, that was a good call sucking on it. They left us for the night. <laughs> they were like, that should be good. And it broke later that night. Oh, my God. And th- it was freezing. It was negative degrees outside. And so our house was quickly dropping, dropping, dropping. And we didn't want to leave space heaters on. That seems like a fire waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a fire yeah. waiting to happen waiting to happen and you can only run two space heaters tops in our house and even that sometimes shorts it so we went to a friend's house called the next morning i had some stern words (laughs) i love stern tests Mm -hmm. i mean i don't blame you i'd be stern too there because i i was nice actually i was nice in the morning i was like can our heater broke again and finally i was like I need a real person to come. Real person came. He replaced like a big part of it. And uh, the maintenance guy had the audacity to come later to check on it. And he was like, yep, it was what I thought it was. When Peters looked at it, he he said it was the switchboard. And I I was like, I knew it. I was like, you did not. You, <laughs> they were pulling pieces and out and sucking on them. The was. You were just telling me, oh, it's complicated. They fixed it and all is well. They did tell us if we didn't turn on the space heaters overnight and like in the day and a pipe froze and burst, that would be our responsibility to pay for. Oh my word. And I was like, well, are you going to like charge us if the house burns down? Because we're not, we're not there Mm -hmm. and we're just leaving these space heaters and she was like, uh, oh, no, like, I mean, you have renter's insurance, right? And I was like, oh, my gosh. She'd be like, 
Well, I mean, if your house burns down and all of your most valued possessions go with it. And you're all your you babies and all your lives. Yeah, exactly. You have renter's exactly. insurance, don't you? That wouldn't be a problem, an issue. So, so oh, anyway. that's the worst. So we have horrible, horrible landlords. I am ready to leave. Oh, I'm glad your house is warm. Yeah, me too. Um, we know the rest of the country is dealing with weird weather right now, too. And by the time this airs, maybe it will be over. Hopefully it will. But we're not unique, but we just had to acknowledge that, you know, January is really Januarying this week. So and it is what it is. But um, before we get started with the topic for today, we want to mention that starting um, the day that this episode airs, which will be, I believe, the 25th of January, um, we are going to have a little anniversary giveaway. It's our third Hop Culture anniversary this month. And so we mentioned a couple episodes ago that Anne made us some really cute Hop Culture sweatshirts for Christmas. We are going to be giving away four Hop Culture sweatshirts, exclusive merch. You can't get this anywhere else. Just right, handmade by Anne. I love that we volunteered her to make it. Yeah, handmade by Anne. Handmade with with, love. With love from the rest of us. With a hug and a kiss from Oklahoma. Straight from her heart to yours. No hugs. I don't know what that is. Who's Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I like Grace. Uncle Homa though. That sounds like Grace was Uncle genuinely confused. <laughs> she wasn't like calling Claire out on her pronunciation. She just actually thought. Sorry, I've been Uncle sick this Homa. last week, so I am <laughs> dealing with like, like some extra congestion, and it's it's I affecting maybe my speech. Like, you know, there was an influencer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uncle so Homa. You know, uh, bespoke sweatshirts. No, we're going to have. I feel like Food Nanny would have some sort of Uncle Homa. She probably up. would. She yeah, totally she has a yeah. sweats guy. Um, I think his name's Tanner. Um, <laughs> I know that. Tanner. <laughs> I know, it's a problem. But anyway, long story short, we're giving away one for each of us. So four of you can win a sweatshirt. So head to our Instagram and you will see how it's simple, but how you can enter to win. And thank you guys for being here for – it's a little – we feel a little self-conscious giving away merch, but hopefully it's just kind of fun. It's We we realize that it's really a gift that you would even want to wear a Hop Culture sweatshirt. So that's all. Okay, so today we're going to talk about being behind the times, or as they say, late to the party, when it comes to trends or trying something new. We were inspired by Claire deciding to give Harry Potter fanfiction a try 17 years after the last book was released. Wait. Tess missed that. Oh yeah, that. That Tess missed that. That was that from, was it the mortifying from- ordeal of falling in love? Yes! I heard about that one, but I really want to read it. Is it I'm good? So, okay, it is very good. I will say this, it... It's still not, like, super inappropriate, but there's some, like, innuendos, so I just want – I just feel like I need to give all the disclaimers. I haven't finished it, so nobody go okay. and read it and be like, I can't believe Claire endorsed this. It is, like, 1,400 pages long, <laughs> and I'm on page – I'm, like, I in the 500s. And wow. I am kind of like, how much more – like, what else can happen Sometimes you just gotta kind of trail off Mm. the story. Like, (laughs) you mean like not? No one's publishing. No, I have to finish it. No one's publishing these things. No one's editing it. It's true. It needs an editor for sure. (laughs) If it's 
before like the story runs its course and you gotta just say goodbye well Um, jamie told us that it was a slow burn so i am trusting her on that but i will say once the burn has burned you gotta get out it has is it the false does it wait no because it's not it's after it's after the series. I was like, is it Oh, yeah, the they're adults. Series, they're in their 30s. Different- <laughs> yeah, they're in their 30s. Oh, and man. it does do the classic romance trope that is so annoying, which is like tiny girl with like big guy. Oh. And it really so emphasizes how tiny Hermione is. And oh, no. I'm kind that's of. It's not even a thing. And Draco was never a, like. Draco, was I never- thought, was like kind of small and like. Yeah, he's like supposed to be scrawny and small. Yeah, well, he blossomed. And yeah, he's and tall. She shrunk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that she was really known for being tiny in the book, but apparently no, she is tiny. Well, because she works so hard, she runs herself ragged. That's part of it. Is she just doesn't <laughs> you know take care of herself? But it is really fun. It it I'm smiling just thinking about it. It does make so many allusions <laughs> to like little things from the books, and I keep googling things that I've forgotten what they mean from the books and stuff. I'm enjoying it, but it is. I do think it could use an editor. Yeah, it's I'm it's somewhere I never saw myself, but I'm enjoying the ride. So yes, Tess, that's that's what I'm okay. <laughs> Grace was stunned. Grace was shocked and stunned. Yeah, it it didn't really come through in the audio of the podcast, there. but like I had my head in my hands and I was just like shaking my head. I just Yeah. <laughs> She's still my, blown away. <laughs> I really um my perception of reality is just completely shaken. Well, here, let's talk about this. So, have you guys ever felt like it's an interesting phenomenon when you get into something whether it's like a book or a TV show or like a musician or like a food genre, whatever it is, that it seems like other people have been into for like a really long time? And you're like, hey, guys, have you heard about Trader Joe's? Like, it's so good. And people are like, yeah, you know, like, everyone knows that, you know. (laughs) It seems like there's sort of like, if you're the person who already tried the thing, there's sort of this instinct to, like, shame people for it. Mm -hmm. Or it's – what is – why is that? Can I – I need to say what what the feeling is. It's that you have told – You've already recommended it to this person. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very that specific feeling that and it, then they're I like, get so angry. Like they discovered it. No offense, Claire, you do that. I was actually going to say, I feel like that's directed <laughs> at me because I'm the one in the family that people try to tell things and I poo-poo them and then yeah, I... Yeah, you never believe them. I told you about putting heat on a headache I don't many remember. moons ago. and then I love that you remember like, this. It's been like you months since she... <laughs> Brought that up. You never um, you didn't like, tell I've me been, that. I've been waiting yeah, you didn't tell me that recently when out. I mentioned it recently. I didn't want to be that person. Yeah, there's the two ways. If somebody either you've recommended, but they just never really went into it, or if they made fun of you for it. That's what that's, I was going to oh, say. Yeah. That's Grace, when I get like the Yeah, Grace has probably experienced that more from me, and I, apolog- I do apologize for that. <laughs> the thing with that is there's always just a little piece of myself that still feels like validated. Mm-hmm. In the end, I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe they don't think I'm lame or, you know. So I'm always a little bit happy, even if I'm like, I'm mad that I was made to feel dumb in the first place, but I'm just mm-hmm. so happy to feel like. A little vindicated. The things yeah. I like aren't aren't maybe so stupid. 
I feel like I am really bad about this and I want to be better because I'm always, I always have to be that person and I don't, I don't want to be, but I'm always like, yeah, every, everybody knows. And I, and then I regret it as soon as it comes out of my mouth because the light in their eyes dims. <laughs> they were all excited. <laughs> like this happened recently with Luke. He was like, have you heard? This song, it's called Stick Season. <laughs> and I was like, Luke, <laughs> years ago. And we were on TikTok at the same time. Uh, I don't know how you missed this. And then he was so sad to be so behind. And then I had to like sing along to every word to prove that I just already have known about the oh, song. Oh, you took it so one step You took it, I took far. it way too far. Wow. And I just, so you, I feel you that don't I do like too much. to see the light <laughs> fall from people's eyes. I know. I regretted it. Like... I regretted it later. I do it. And then sometimes I just feel like, I think my first thought sometimes is like, well, if you would just be in the know, you know, like people who are like not on social media at Grace uh, <laughs> and then are like, you know, excited about, I'm like, well, if you just would be on, you know, a part of the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's know, because a but dirt person like me. A little dirt person. Exactly. Exactly. I do think exactly. sometimes it's like, okay, this is getting really in the weeds and this isn't even necessarily what we're talking about, but there's a very niche type of attitude that people have it's kind of the people that are like i don't have time to watch tv or like i don't Mm. kind of almost Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that if you don't watch tv you are the type of person it's just a certain genre of anti like pop culture yeah being in the know people that almost look down on you if like Mm -hmm. you ascribe to trends or you like to know what's new and it makes you feel you feel defensive about, oh, I guess I'm a loser who's just following the trends. You know, you feel a little bit of like, ha, it's nice sometimes to know like what's new out there because we get to enjoy it. You know, we get to enjoy it. So, yeah, I think you feel defensive about like being made to feel like you're shallow if you follow what's new in the world. And yeah, you want to be like, no, it's fun to know what's out there. It's like. The devil wears Prada when Meryl Streep is like talking about the blue <gasps> sweater that oh, Anne, Anne has on. You could not have picked a better. <laughs> that was good. That Anne. was so good. Thank Can you. you explain it for people? I can't imagine who isn't <laughs> I familiar. I watched that movie and I still don't <laughs> I'm remember what. <laughs> just, I'm pretty surprised that Claire and I both like instantly knew. Yeah. It's one of the best. It's an iconic scene. It's an iconic It is an iconic scene. It's on scene. my mind constantly. That's why. See, I now I'm that. I'm doing it. I'm being <laughs> condescending to like, who wouldn't know this? You know, it's I'm just I usually it. don't know. I don't know a single plot of anything I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, I, somehow I knew what you were talking about. Should I look up the actual quote? Let me look it up. Yes, look up the quote. Okay. I'll I'll give the context in case you've been living under a rock. <gasps> we're being, <laughs> we're being so mean. So we promised it was a shame-free zone. We're just about to talk about We're literally doing the opposite of what we said. These people. <laughs> so Anne Hathaway, her name is Andy? Yeah. In the show? She's like not into fashion, but she gets this job that people would kill for. Like girls who want to work in fashion would like love to be Miranda's assistant. Miranda, right? Yes, Miranda mm-hmm. Priestley. She's kind of like 
making light of fashion in front of Miranda. And did you find the quote? Yes, I found the quote. It's kind of long. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to do, do my do best it. Miranda in Priestley. Your best Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Andy chuckles about they're saying it's a tough call between two belts. Miranda says something funny and Andy says oh no no nothing's you know it's just those belts look exactly the same to me you know I'm still learning about this stuff and uh, uh, Miranda says this stuff oh okay I see you think this has nothing to do with you you go to your closet and you select I don't know that lumpy blue sweater for instance because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself too seriously to care about what you put on your back but what you don't know is that this sweater is not just blue it's not turquoise it's not lapis it's actually cerulean And you're blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns. And then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who showed cerulean military jackets? I think we need a jacket there. And then cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores, and then it trickled on down to some tragic casual corner where you, no doubt, fished it out of some clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs, and it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when, in fact, you're wearing the sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. <laughs> that was actually very that was beautiful. Good. The, like, Thank you. The, like, intonation, the, the way you ended your sentences, it was very... <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing a reading in this episode. I felt like I was, like, one of your kids that, like, you know, bedtime. That's how Claire yes. reads like Harry Potter to her kids, I'm sure. So <sighs> they're like children. Treat for I'm all just of kidding. Us. <laughs> um <laughs> I might need that to be edited out because I'm embarrassed that I that, no, that was it was so good. It was really good. So good. But I do feel like in the moment. sometimes that is how that's a great analogy for sometimes how it feels to be someone mm-hmm. that cares about following things. But it's really weird that we've gone down this road because it's literally the opposite of our intent. So <laughs> I don't topic. know where to go. <laughs> I don't I know where to go. Playing was. devil's advocate. Devil wears Prada. Devil wears devil's advocate. Oh my God. The devil on my shoulder. The devil we you know is better than the devil you don't. We all sides sometimes. Mm-hmm. We all act above certain yeah. trends. Exactly. We all, we've exactly. all acted above a trend. when other people rag on our favorite trend. It's so true. I'm looking at my list that I came prepared with and they're all things, not all of them, but a lot of them are things that I sort of like poo-pooed and then really came back around <laughs> on. So should we get started? I like your list. Yeah, let's get yes. into it. We've lost our point a little bit, but what we wanted to do in this episode <laughs> was to talk about some of the things that um, we've just started to appreciate when it seems like the world is is moving on. So who has... Who has an example? I'm not even sure if this counts as a trend, but I discovered this year highlights for your hair. In hair? Oh, I thought you meant the magazine for kids. <laughs> like baby lights? The magazine? No, I've always been a fan of the, of the I always, uh, secretly, inwardly, I used to just kind of like look down on dyeing your hair because in high school I didn't realize what a privilege what a privilege this would have been mom was like if you want you can get like some highlights in your hair or like you know do something fun with it and she really turned around by the time you came along (laughs) she told me that too she She would not tell me that she 
oh, would not girl. have let me get highlights in high school. She was like begging me to get highlights. <laughs> I yeah, I think, you I had think like she was very like, blonde <laughs> hair, so there just was no need. I think that like, I mean, she would never admit it, but I agree with her now that I think my hair, the color is a bit mousy, and it needs a little life. No, it's um, um, you've got Tess. You also missed this it? last it's week. New, old it's money old money brown. Blonde. It's old money blonde. I know, but we're done. <laughs> I'm not on that trend yet. I haven't hopped on. I just got to highlights. <laughs> She'll catch that years. on its way out. No, actually, Tess, I almost put that too because I've. I'm the same way. Like, I haven't consistently dyed my hair until the last – well, I, I just do highlights, but, like, I haven't really done it until the last, like, couple years. And the same – I'm the exact same. I'm, like, I'm just now getting to what people started doing in, at, like, 18. So – Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I just never be- – I was always, like, no, natural is prettiest. And, I mean, for some people it is. I just think they've – it just gives your hair a little life for me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's and nothing wrong with changing things up or doing it. Nothing wrong with changing things up if you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just and have fun. Yeah. I'm just just excited about this new thing that I've <laughs> discovered. <laughs> I love that. That's a good one. Well, mine kind of in the same vein of personal care. Mine is Bath and Body Works. Um. Yeah. Oh, I have that one too. <laughs> are so late. We've to the game on that. So as a group, late. sort of arrived. I don't know if Tess. Are you into it, Tess? I'm not into it, but I support. Yeah, I don't poo-poo it. Everyone else is. Isn't Aesop like the cool one now? The brand of like <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. soaps and stuff. I don't even know. I've. I don't even know where I could obtain Aesop, but I. Yeah, I kind of was on, as you know, sort of a natural mama kick for a while where I was, <laughs> you know, making my own hand soap from Dr. Bronner's and stuff. And then one day, I don't know, if so, I think someone gifted me a Bath and Body Works hand soap. And I was like, these are fun. These are nice. This is better. <laughs> yeah, they smell really good. And it's just fun to have like different scents and change it up. And then... I think I got a candle at one point and then I started getting, I like have been getting a seasonal one like consistently Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, I get what all the hubbub is about. I get the lady that went to Appleton, Wisconsin. If you know, you know, there's a famous (laughs) internet video of a lady having a meltdown about about the body works in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's just, it's real fun to go in there and smell the candles. It's fun and it's really cheap. so good. Yeah. Like for... (laughs) You know, for what it could, I feel like it's pretty. For treating yourself to a little something. Yeah, I got my candle for like, I think I got my candle for $12.50 with a coupon, but then they had that candle sale and I was so tempted. They were $10. I was so tempted. I didn't get any. I got a bunch. (laughs) I I have never been a candle person until like the last year. Mm -hmm. And. And it's just such a fun place to get a candle. Well, and you got all those hand soaps in that, like, welcome basket from your yes, realtor. and now I'm hooked on the scented hand soaps. They're starting to all run out oh, at no. the same time. And I'm like, dang, I'm going to have to go get more. <laughs> I know. But it's <laughs> I like, go back. we didn't grow up with it because they didn't have it in Alaska. So that's my excuse. We never got mm-hmm. to go through, like, the cucumber and 
melon body spray era. I mean, we had cucumber and melon body sprays, but ours were from like Fred Meyer, you know? We never had the Bath and Body Works as a kid. So we're experiencing a delayed adolescence now. But (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm on board. Well, I'm – I mean, I'm always into sourdough bread, but it feels like ever since 2020, if I want to make like sourdough or buy fancy sourdough – I'm always a little bit embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like it was a trend, and it's like it's just a type of bread. It does feel it's like a trend, fair. though. Even yeah. though it's like an ancient, literally an ancient type of bread, it feels <laughs> like a trend. And it's like one of my favorite types of bread. But I have this like complicated relationship with sourdough right now because of I think that. it's trending again. So it does seem like it's had uh-huh. a second round. No, I've no actually yeah. noticed that I don't too. Understand <laughs> <Just> bread. <laughs> I agree, Grace. It was actually on my list, too. So I'm glad you talked about this. Because, yeah, it it's upsetting that we can have such complicated feelings about a food. Mm-hmm. On the topic of food, sorry, I feel like I have a lot. Because I've realized that, that I am the person in the family that people recommend things to and I ignore it. And then I hop <laughs> on the bed later. Um, mine was getting an Instant Pot. Because oh my gosh, <laughs> you were so condescending about my instant pot for so long. About instant pot. <laughs> well, how was I condescending? You were just like, I think you just thought it like wasn't real cooking, and that makes oh my gosh, make, that like, is not it. what it. It's not that I didn't think it was real cooking. That's the vibe I got from you. I just thought it was basically <gasps> the same as a crock pot, just shorter time. You know, like, I was like, why do I need a crock pot and <laughs> Which an instant would be pot? Nice. Isn't that sort of what it is? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I even, mom, for like multiple Christmases in a row, was like, would you like an instant pot? And I was like, no, don't get me an instant pot. I, Wait. I borrowed she Tess's did that for to a me while, too, and, and she just got it for you. She still got me one. <laughs> she probably didn't she, believe you were actually going like, to cook. like, you want it. Yeah. Um, but then. And I loved it. <laughs> well, I borrowed was it Tess's that I borrowed? Who had one? I borrowed Tess's for a while when we lived in Utah. Then I borrowed Anne's for a while when we lived in Ohio. Did I just leave it at your house accidentally? I think, you, I think yes. multiple things <laughs> I happened. Think I think so. I borrowed it. And then I think you also did accidentally leave it there for a while. And I was like really enjoying it. And I still was like holding out. I was like, I just don't think I need one. And then finally I was like, I think I'd like an instant pot like a decade after they hit the scene. <laughs> so I had my tail between my plan, legs because I think they got a lot cheaper. They did. Okay, oh, they were like half the price now. So I will admit that I was wrong. I actually had a very similar experience with an air fryer. I got an air fryer oh. for Christmas, and this last year, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. we love our um, air fryer. It's so nice. Yeah, they are good. It's worth the space it takes up. I was like, "Ah, do I really need this? But I don't know how. Ours lives on our counter. Of all the people Mm -hmm. who would need an air fryer, I feel like I would need an air fryer. So I don't know what I was thinking. My next one is the Kindle Paperwhite, which is also a Christmas gift. We're just, I guess we're all just hopping on. I feel like there have been, and also along with Kindle Paperwhite, just getting into like fun, like romance and romanticy mm-hmm. and like gir- you know 
girly books, the book I'm I'm starting to want to be a book girly. We were talking about that really last liked. week too, Tess. You, oh, really? you missed all the fun. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm just I'm late to the party on the podcast. <laughs> we were talking about how reading has become like so trendy. All of a it's become yeah. really trendy, which I would say we were ahead of the curve on that, but not the right kind maybe. of books. But not the right kind of books. Very nerdy books. Uh, lots of early 1900s, like, tenement fiction, mm-hmm. I would say, was yeah. what Claire yeah. and I tended to, and Grace as well. Um, not as much me. No, that was, Grace, that was Grace all you liked, guys. Grace liked some, like... Grace liked fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy which, yeah. Actually, was Grace ahead was ahead of the, of the curve on that. Grace was ahead now, on that. Now fantasy is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm just, I'm toting my Kindle around, and I'm downloading all kinds of... Right now I'm reading an Allie Hazelwood book and acting like, you know, it's this fun new thing. (laughs) Check check and mate. (laughs) Oh, I haven't read that one. It's so cute. It's my first one. Oh. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. But uh, anyway, so reading just like fun books that aren't, you know, like. This is so funny. We literally (laughs) were just talking about this last week. This actually (laughs) was the only one that I could think of for myself was reading oh, no. not reading fun books but just reading mm-hmm. at all. that's true that's reading true. has been around for thousands of years <laughs> but i did not get into she it she managed to avoid it as much as possible and then i was like hey have you heard of books everyone should be reading <laughs> you and kind of were you were. were like in your reading era and like all of a sudden yeah. you were sort of just like a sleeper hit like all of a sudden you yeah. came out of nowhere and it was like oh I read I read forty eight books last year. Holy moly! Whoa! Yeah, you wow. didn't do is some kind of infographic on Instagram to show it us was like too you gotta brag stressful. about those numbers. I thought about it and I was like, I can't do this. There's so and many. I didn't really want people judging what I've read. I was like, this is. Too, I know it's hard. It's hard to talk about. It's what too you've vulnerable read because there's almost always some kind of content warning. It is <laughs> with books. It is tricky. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to talk about any kind of content you enjoy because you feel Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I've. If it's too special to you, you don't want to like expose it to Mm -hmm. the general public. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Speaking of people and things that are special to you, I discovered Kathy Lee Gifford sort of late in her career. And (laughs) I, I don't say, I don't if I was late to the party on Kathy Lee or the first of my generation to like embrace Kathy Lee, but mm-hmm. I really became enamored with Kathy Lee when I was a new stay-at-home mom. And it was before the era of like podcasts and stuff, so I just needed something in the background to like keep me company, and I would watch the Today show like every day, and then I read Kathy Lee's books and then I've like found her on podcasts now that she's not on TV anymore. <laughs> and I just really she's like a comfort person to me, even though she mostly speaks in like Hallmark phrases that don't really make sense. Have you guys seen the SNL <laughs> skit where they impersonate her songs? No. <laughs> I just I I just like I know she's been around forever, but I just really became like her number one fan kind of you know i got on the train later i don't fault you for that because i feel like yeah like it wasn't your generation Mm -hmm. that was yeah really Mm -hmm. into her yeah so it's fair i just recently got 
a VR headset. And I know that those, they're not super popular, but it's just reminding me of, there's this episode of Community where the Dean buys this like super expensive old discontinued VR (laughs) software thing where it's like, it's a headset and gloves and like a thing that you walk on that holds you in place while you walk. And he he keeps saying worlds within worlds (laughs) to people. (laughs) Every time I put on my headset and I'm like astounded by these like super old graphics because I I bought a Meta Quest 2. So this is not like a a new (laughs) platform, but I just keep being like, whoa. Like I'll just say worlds within worlds to myself because I realize like I'm being just so dumb about something that looks like a video game from like 2002. Have you crashed into anything in your house while wearing it? No, it's actually pretty cool because you put it on, you draw a boundary around what area you're supposed to be in. And if you walk outside of the boundary, it has little cameras on the outside of it that will display like the actual world around you. Oh, wow. Oh. So you That's can basically be like checking your phone or like doing other things if you're outside the boundary, so you don't run into anything. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Dave's excited try to try it, and Ella it's is really too. fun. Yeah, um, I'll bring it to Florida, Anne, because it's Ooh. it's actually so fun because there's this workout app called Supernatural that <gasps> I'll work out like an hour every day just for fun because it's just like boxing and Ooh. it's really good. Wow, that sounds so fun. I forgot about Florida. It's like the new Wii Sports. <laughs> it um, is like the new Wii Sports. Yeah. Or the Wii Fit. Mm-hmm. Is that what we had? Yeah, the Wii that Fit. little board thing. Remember Probably how we thought that was going to be version. like a, f- a fitness revolution for all of us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just like body shamed us. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I just told you your weight every single time. <laughs> well, I mean, a stationary board that you stand on. <laughs> Balance was so big in the early aughts, though. It was just balance. People thought balancing was going to strengthen, like, your entire body. There were so many, like, (laughs) yeah, balance toys Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a tech-related one, too. Mine is just that I've recently enabled Face ID, and it's really... That (laughs) is, like... A game changer. You're just typing in your password every time? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still have to a lot because if I have my sunglasses or my mouth guard, it doesn't recognize me. And I would say, like, at least 60% of my day, I have one of those on. It doesn't recognize you with a mouth guard. That's Uh -uh. because it, like, pushes out. It pushes out my lips. lips. And I think it's also, I'm usually in the dark because it's at night. So (laughs) I think it's a combo. But imagine a world. See, I, I miss this because I didn't have it on during, you know, the height of the pandemic. But. With masks, I wonder if was that a problem for people? I don't. Even There's actually know. a setting that's like enable like mask. Oh my gosh. Recognition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there should be a sunglasses. There really should. You. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so nice. I didn't realize that. See, this guy, I'm late to the party. I thought it was just like to get into your phone, and I was like, oh, it's not a big deal to type in my password. It's like second nature. In fact. I've tried to tell Dave my password so many times and I always get it wrong because it's so like muscle memory at this point. I can't even remember what it is, but it's so nice to have it for like every app and you don't have to remember the passwords. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah. you can get on your bank, you know, anything. And it's just and like- And to use it for, oh, you know what I'm late to the party on is Apple Pay. 
Oh, I'm also late to the party on that too. I'm so so good. Apple Pay. When I was in London last year, I used Apple Pay everywhere. I never took out a card. It was so cool. That is really cool. And I was like, this has been around for years. (laughs) The downside of Apple Pay is that I forget my wallet like almost every time I go out now. I forget my wallet all the time. There's just no use. Weren't you trying to do Apple Pay at Taco Bell or something, Tess? Oh, no. You were trying to use multiple coupons or multiple apps or something. (laughs) (laughs) You were trying to do three orders at McDonald's, (laughs) and they only let you pick up one order or two orders in one (laughs) drive-thru. I love that. Well, before we do weekly wins, remember to head to our Instagram this week and enter our giveaway to celebrate three amazing years of hop culture. Who has a win? I have some mini winnies. Oh, I love mini winnies. Mini winnies. My first mini winnie. <laughs> this is actually, it's not mini. It's a, it's a biggie winnie. I, <laughs> I have manifested a miracle. You know how I lived across from a really good donut shop in Napa? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I pretty much didn't stop complaining about it for the three years that we lived in Michigan. That's There true. were no good donuts within like an hour's drive. I live across <gasps> from a delicious donut shop again. <gasps> Whoa. The donuts oh. are so good. Like across the and street I'm from you? Well, it's across the street from like our neighborhood. So like once you are leaving our neighborhood, it's literally like <gasps> you're looking right at it. Across wow. the street. Wow. Amazing. It's I'm jealous. I'm so happy. It I get one like almost every day. <laughs> when I come As back from should. dropping Hazel off at preschool, I'm like, hmm, I really want a donut. So the my that second That sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds my second so mini winnie is the UDA is it UDA? The UDA videos on TikTok of like the <gasps> jazz competition. I thought I was the only one that was into those. I didn't even think about bringing this up. They, I hate to admit it. I know. Because you know how big of a Michigan fan I am. The Ohio State jazz dancers. It's absolutely incredible. Every time I see Mm -hmm. that video. And I watch it every time Mm -hmm. it comes across my page, which is 10 times a day. I've been watching it once a day (laughs) consistently. I can't stop singing. I did it my way. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I was gonna, I forgot about Michigan. I was gonna say it pains me because I love the cougar, the BYU Cougarettes so much, and oh, I'm very yeah. loyal to them. But I was like, I have to admit, sadly, they ate, as the kids they say, ate and left no crumbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so good. It's really um, good. Minnesota was really good too. Minnesota was really good. Yeah, I think they did really. Yeah, they they did so well. There were I got really into like <laughs> the. Various commentaries. Well, now I'm getting were. like spinoff videos that are like alluding to their routines. I'm I'm yes, now in like dance competition. Yeah, algorithm. <laughs> it's showing me just like any kind of dance video, which yeah. is fine. But I'm like, I really just want to watch this one over and over again. Um, and then my last one is that I've gotten back into America's Test Kitchen for like the third time. I'm watching it. I'm looking up their recipes in my recipe book. I'm planning meals. It is such a soothing show. Nice. You can watch it on almost any streaming platform. And it is just something about it is so comforting. They're so weird. It's just a bunch of weird people cooking. 
<laughs> and I just, I love it so much. It's such a good show. Is it funny at all? Is there drama? No, it's not oh, funny. I only like when there's <laughs> cooking drama. It's it's funny because they're such odd ducks mm-hmm. when you really like get down to it. You're like, these people are weird. And there's just endless episodes. It sounds right up my alley. Speaking of food, this week was my food club activity. And we did a cheese and chocolate uh, tasting, mm. which was very fun, but the, and it, it was fun to have everyone here, but the best part was definitely having leftovers because mm. now I have mm. nice cheese in my fridge. Um, and I just want to recommend because sadly, not a single girl who came appreciated my cheese choices. Um, cheese is a scary thing. It's a it's a I'll divisive admit. thing. Yeah. But I was like, if it's a tasting, it can't just be the you're not cheddar. Just to eat. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. It's you're stuffed to, like, cheese in your face. You want cheeses that you don't really want to eat all, very much. Yeah, you want like I at all. To taste. <laughs> yeah, I already exactly. know I don't respect those people who didn't appreciate. Well, the here's cheeses. the thing. I don't like that kind of cheese, but I appreciate it in a cheese tasting. That's how I feel too. I don't really like it, but I I understand I that to. I'm the one who's not cultured. Exactly. It's a me problem. Yeah. There there was a lot of cheese left on the plate. <laughs> and I was like, you can't even. <laughs> it was so funny. I had to rat out Alyssa because she was there. And <laughs> love her. Love her so much. But she was like, I was like, nobody appreciated. I got cam- Cambazola is I think what it's called. It's like a, it's like a brie. But aged so that it kind of turns into blue cheese mm. but it's brie texture it's very mm. yummy and i was like no one appreciated the blue cheese and she was like i gotta admit i didn't even taste one bite <laughs> blamer that sounds scary but, to me like a creamy blue scary. cheese that sounds yeah, just like a, it's like a spreadable blue cheese it's like a little more mild than your typical blue cheese it's very delicious that sounds pretty good it sounds very good Anyway, I'm just happy to have so much cheese and so much chocolate <laughs> in my kitchen. Can I just ask a clarifying question about your food club? Because I've just never quite grasped the concept. Are you just providing food? That's actually a good point. <gasps> it does the people seem like in the club just come and like eat? Tess has to it's provide all the food. Anything? Well, I mean, I'm not paying for it out of my own pocket. I mean, I will admit that I have paid for all of the previous activities because I didn't turn in receipts. Oh, yes. oh yeah. That's, That's been, there. been happening to me. They did give me yep. a budget. Yeah, it's just anything. They say it's anything food related. So, But anyone can be in the club that wants yeah, it's to just, just eat the food? Whole, it's just the whole SSO is part oh. of every club. You're just naturally part of the club and anyone who wants to come can come. You got to make it so you're not the one providing all the food every time. Well, I know. But then I just like, I'm like, well, no one likes a potluck. I know people (laughs) like potlucks. I don't like a potluck. So I'm resistant to it. You're like, if I do it, I'll make sure it's good. So. (laughs) Exactly. Except apparently not. Because no one liked my cheese. Well, if everyone had brought a cheese, apparently they all would have brought cheddar. So. (laughs) Exactly. Um, my weekly win is a uh, stand-up special, and um, I have to give a content warning 
this special has two swear words in it. So, you know, preview. And one of them's a bad one. But um, (laughs) just preview it before you, like, let teenagers watch it or something. Other than that, though, from what I remember, it was very clean. And his comedy is not always. So the comedian is Gary Goleman. So just know that his stuff is not always, like, squeaky clean. Um, But this one, I was telling Dave, I'm like, I was so pleasantly surprised by how clean the content was. Like, there, there were no raunchy topics or anything. Um, It's called Born on Third Base, and it's on HBO Max if you have that. Which we have it through our phone service, so check if you have it through your phone. Um, but anyway, it's really funny. I've I've liked his stuff in the past. He had this bit about you if you've if you're familiar with him, you've probably seen his bit about um the state abbreviations. That's like one of the things he's really known for. He's like very, very witty with like his like turns of phrase and the way he uses words, you would, if you appreciate that kind of humor, you'll like it. And he had this one bit about Banana Republic sales and like Old Navy and stuff. I won't give it away, but I was LOLing. So (laughs) I recommend One day I'm going to get super into stand-up specials and that's going to be when when Claire feels mm-hmm. like superior. Well, I did feel really <laughs> snippy when Nate Bargatze was on um, SNL and everyone was like, he's hilarious. And I was like, I've been a fan for years. Like I, I had one of those <laughs> moments for sure. I don't know why I've like become a stand-up um, expert. I am but... also a stand-up fan. <laughs> yeah. So every time you re- you recommend something, I immediately go and find it and watch oh, it. Oh, I'm so flattered. I'm very excited. Well, my win is I got a Beast Blender back in December because Costco was having this sale where it was, like, really cheap. Do you guys know Beast Beast? Blenders? No. No. It's just this blender. It's very pretty. It's like a little base with a little um, ridgy little glass top. It's, I mean, it's basically just sort of like a Nutribullet or blend, you know, whatever that thing is called. The kind of, like, personal smoothie makers it's a little bit bigger though and it blends really well and i think overall i'm pretty happy with it i would recommend this blender nice okay i think that wraps it up for this week thanks so much for listening be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website hopculturepod.com we'll also be popping up on instagram throughout the week so follow hopculturepod for more fun see you next week 